I don't All hear right. it. We're live. It's a rock rose. Please get smoked. You come with the real or you end up chokes. Rock rose. Rock rose. Yeah. It's a rock rose. We'll be poking a beer. We wild in a bull. Burning an old cheese to oak. Yo, welcome everybody. Uh, so you've got me, Burn, your other host, OG. Um, today we've got Four Play Warriors and Mosaics Dow with us. Uh, but first off, OG, you picked up a bit of a grail this week, uh, so would like to uh, like to hear a little bit about that because um, you got something that uh, it's historic and a uh, a grail. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Always excited to have uh, this everyone's support. I'm gonna move my phone here, Burn. Otherwise, I can't get myself. The um, uh, super excited about the show this week. I think um, uh, I'm really excited to discuss uh, the Broken Keys or the Piano Collective as it's going, knowing uh, like named itself now. Um, I think, as all of you know, it's been quite a brutal time in NFTs, and we've seen such a even compared to the summer of death last year, we have a combination of like increase like very low art prices because there was oes and a bunch of other stuff uh we have very high gas prices because of shit coins and we now have this um we've had like you know a lot of people leave the space so you have fewer collectors and so i think we've been in this really difficult market overall and um i think there's some stuff to learn about the ack uh piano auction uh, and i think it was really an epic and historic thing going in you know i've watched what's happened in the past and i think i know uh, parallels are uh you know i, I want to be careful and i know ack and sam have both spoken to this but i think the skulls of lucy are a great example of something that is a super important part of the history of nfts and like the ownership of it you're in a very strong group of collectors and it's a unique uh, asset and a unique community. Um, and so I looked at that as one of the examples. As I said, another thing I think that is a big trend that's happening in the space now is because NFTs have been a declining price asset for you know, essentially a, since January almost of last year, and people uh, have lost a lot of money. I think increasingly uh, the NFT market's starting to mirror on the art side, some of the gallery stuff, which is artists who have proven to be successful are actually getting an increasing share of the spend because they're a much less risky proposition. Paying as crazy as it sounds, if you're Mexpert and you buy X copy at the price he did, it's actually a safer bet than most, almost any other NFT or a grant or an act. And there's an, there's quite a number, not that many artists, but you know, a small group of artists who are now broken away from the pack. And I think this auction is another indication of the power that even in the bottom of the bear, you can raise $1.37 million in a day. The other huge 
thing about this collection is I think something I've advised artists for some time is I think the idea of just dropping one of ones into like an open abyss of like listings as a collection is an enormous mistake. And um, I think I've been, I think this reinforces an idea and a topic that I've discussed and think is important, which is it's essential for artists to organize into collections and collections give artists all sorts of powerful things that they don't get without a collection, which is one, individual collectors could want to own across collections. And so the chance of them wanting to own more is higher. Two, you can experiment with your style without risking your entire ecosystem. The problem is the more successful you get as an artist, it's actually brutal. It's like you the less freedom you have. Nobody wants to go, you know, somebody was using the analogy like every time you go to a classic band, nobody wants to hear their new stuff. They want to hear the songs they knew from growing up. And I think it's the same with art. Like, you know, if I buy from an artist and I get some random ass style that's not recognizable, I'm like, wait a minute. So I think collections allow artists to explore and engage and do new things. And if they mess up, which whenever you're taking a risk and experiment and extending, you have to do something very risky because otherwise you're not making a step forward, which means, of course, it could fail. And rather than therefore impacting your whole collection, your your entire body of work, this limits the impact much more to this uh, specific thing. Oh, is, look. ACK in the chat. Let's go. Yo, what a legend. Yeah, um, thanks for joining, Legend. I was hoping you would. Oh, uh, yeah. You keep talking. I'll, I'll try to get him in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got him? Well, I got to send him an invite. So, uh, yeah, just keep going for a minute. Let me get Okay, this so um, anyway, uh, I think that's another thing. The other super interesting thing that occurred in this auction, I think, look, Everything seems obvious in hindsight, but if you're, um, if you're at, if if you're ACK and you've been working on this stuff like round the clock, and you're dropping forty eight one on ones into the like molten hot death, I think like is reasonably like I mean obviously it had an enormously successful outcome and I'm a big believer, but before I mean you know nobody knew how this would go, and so there was a staging of the forty eight pianos. One was hidden. 12 auctions started one hour later. So as we all know, in NFT time, like, you know, one hour is a big difference because once the second auction started, you had already seen an enormous amount of action and some price levels in the first auction. So if you look, one of the analysis I was sort of sharing in real time because I'm a massive nerd, but like the wave won the first 36 pianos raised a little under 500 ETH, the average price was around 14 ETH and the median price 12.9, the cheapest 9 ETH. The pianos that started in the second wave, and let's just assume the quality of arts, you know, similar. There were some great ones in there, obviously, too, but uh, the average price of those was 20 ETH and the minimum price was 12 ETH. And so I think one of the super interesting things that I learned from this is like as the auction went on, were you able to get them on? Burn dog or no? Uh, ACK, I sent the invite to your Twitter DM. So if you want to hop up on stage, um, that link I, will get you here. I got my, I can, I'll text them in the Discord. Um, 
I put my phone over there in one second. So the last thing, um, I just the last super interesting thing was that that delay actually ended up increasing prices forty five percent and made the buyers like we've been talking about. It became a much less risky bet if you would put in an auction at the very beginning and they things that ended at two and you put in five eighth, you'd be kicking yourself. But by the time you're here, you know that the average price is 14 ETH. Uh, it's, they're not all done, but you can see the open bids. And so I was watching, and I before I joked in a Discord, I was like, everyone I talked to said their limit was 5 ETH, which means really 8, and that therefore to buy it, you had to be at 11. And even I said, look, my limit's 8, but I knew in my head I went and blew through it. So anyway, I just think it was interesting to see that that – if I was an artist, not as a collector, but as an advisor artist, I'd be like, huh, how can we replicate that? Where if we think we're going to do well, it's a riskier strategy because had it gone the other way, the second half would have been much cheaper. But as a result of the success, it really amplified it. So anyway, uh, let's see. I'm going to go into the Discord while burn dog and let me just. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably roll right into, <clears throat> right into Pony. We don't have to do everything in order. So um afterwards if ack can hop on then we'll get them up here but yeah dude i and it's funny what you're saying about people in the discord saying their prices it's like poker man nobody's gonna tell you their real price right um they, they'll say five they'll go up to 13 so um really interesting auction for sure and og congrats on on picking up that grail man that's that's the type of thing that you hold for life, I'm super right? hyped and i do think already the community forming around this uh there's a, a discord channel uh yeah he can join from mobile yes can you join from mobile Murdoch? i think so yeah I'm, I'm gonna i'm 50 50 on it okay we think <laughs> try he's um uh he's trying to join us which would be awesome obviously so uh, All right, so let's go through. Let's go through uh, with Pony and foreplay, and then once he's on, uh, we can we can get him in in between if that works. All right, so Pony, um, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, this how are fun. you? Yeah, for Good. sure. I'm glad we finally spoke. I can hear your voice. You're a real person. I am. <laughs> I, I'm not AI. Or could I be? I could be AI generated. Someone's just like create a troll um, in in AI, and that's me. But uh, yeah, welcome. Um, I guess if we want to kick it, start kicking it off, I got one question. Uh, first question: uh, Who are you? And like, give us a background on who you are um, pre NFTs. Yeah. Sure, that's awesome. Um, so I'm Pony. I'm an artist and founder of Foreplay Warrior. Um, before NFT, I was in tech and gaming um, in the real world, as you call it, IRL. Um, working away, thinking to myself, wow, the world has changed from Web 2 to Web 3 and how everybody has gone on online trying to build their profile and doing lots of interesting web gaming as well as app gaming. So I thought, why can't I do it myself? If, if um, I'm an artist, I can do art. And not only that, I have an idea of building a movement. And uh, why not just get online and start doing what I do best? Um, who am I as a person? I am 
very multicultural. So I come from different cultures, very diverse culture, and I don't want to go too much into it. But、um, the idea behind Four Play Warrior was because I grew up in a very conservative、um, culture, where it led me to think about, hey. How is it to get more women into Web three A and B? How am I going to express myself、um, when I get older and be able to say, "Hey, it's okay to be sexy and 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 cute in the real and and not be afraid to do so." Yeah. So so,、really、so before we hop into all that, all the time, I just want to slow you down. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So、um, that's awesome. But before we hop into that,、um, I guess. In your NFT career so far, first, how long have you been in NFTs, and what have you been doing、um, in your time in NFTs? Yeah, great. So I've been looking at NFT for the last couple of years. So I'm following, obviously, with all the major projects and seeing how they do things, and also connecting with people who are in NFTs and founders within NFTs, and really understand what they're really into and how. Like a whole business model behind it as well, because there's there's so much、um, hype, a,、um, but there's also the reality, right? So you you so you're trying to learn the the NFT and gaming business model within other.、Um, So, for example, like Axie Infinity and and other those games, like how do they build their NFT sales to fund the business operations? And you think about, okay, then how does that lead to building a game that utilizes an NFT and also launching a, a token to kind of use the NFT as、um, as building that token ecosystem to spend in the game, but as well as benefiting the users and the and the company. And you see that reflecting in. Existing companies now, who you can see, a lots of people use it in in probably Indonesia, Philippines, who use it as a source of income、uh, using NFT and game, or generally in the probably the first world where they actually just enjoy really playing with the game. So I thought, how do I do that? A similar business model, but then within the idea that I that I want to build. So I've been in NFT for a couple of years and now starting my own. Um, the art side is I was and well not was but growing up I've always been art and obviously in the old world traditional world art is on acrylic on canvas、um, but then you kind of transition into digital art、uh, and you have to learn how to do digital I'm not a digital artist by trade、um, I am actually an economist. <laughs> And trading—that's、um, really my education. But hobby-wise, it's always been canvas, you know, acrylic on canvas. But then,、yeah. as a as as a artist in my blood, it's like actually I I can really draw and I can learn how to do AI, well, you know, AI art on on Adobe.、Um, why not just learn that because it it comes naturally. You transition from canvas to to digital art, and that's why I, I ended up. I played around on on、that's、AI. Oh, geez,、yeah. totally sorry to cut you a little short. Um, and we want to hear、no. more. Uh, we have ACK joined us. Hack, are you on? Can you hear us? GM. Yo. Oh, what's up, man? Hey. Hey. So yeah, is it cool? We're gonna wrap. We're gonna get through this with、uh, Pony. Yes,、no. please continue. I don't want to. Are you sure? Is that cool? I, I, hear... I know you're.、Tired. Yeah, I got time. Please、okay. let me finish.、Well, Thank you. Okay,、nice. thanks. Just want to make sure. Sorry about that. Let's go ahead. Thanks, man.、Um, no, but welcome. <laughs> yeah, you've got ACK up here with you, so that's awesome. 
Um, yeah, but I guess tell us, okay, now tell us about the project. So you're an artist. Um, you, you've got a tech and gaming background. Um, I, I do like it when the artist is the founder as well. Um, that's always good. So let's, uh, yeah, let's hear about the project. What are you building? Awesome. So we are an NFT art and gaming project. Um, we are for women and by women, and but also for men, obviously. Um, we're starting a social conversation about female empowerment through sexuality and sensuality. And to be honest, we're a movement through art. Um, our content and artwork is a little bit kind of risky, um, but but if you think about it, women like to dress nice for themselves, right? And men like women who look sexy and fine. So we stand for women's rights to express themselves without judgment. And it's okay for men to openly appreciate. So which is why the art is it's a little bit risky in that sense. Um, where our NFT art project, cute, uh, social conversation, NFT art gaming, and we're building a web gaming offering which embodies the same social conversation as our theme. And we're including Street Fighter style player versus player combat. I'm not sure if you you played it in, in childhood. Street yeah. Fighter. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you go on my website, you'll see kind of the four play warriors. Why don't we announce for the audience so they can make sure they know the website if they can't see it? Um, let's throw it up here. Yeah, sure. Should, should I pin it? Or four playing warriors yeah. XYZ. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. can pin it as well if you yeah, like. Let's pin it. Okay, sure. Let's do that. I'll did do you that. guys raise money to start this? Have you raised funds? Oh, it's a good question. Um, it's all self-funded um, by me um, because it's it's a passionate project. But I am looking for investment. I'm looking for people who believe in the project and Web3 for women and as well as just a a cute side wild card project because i don't know if you know um dolls kill do you know the brand dolls kill i do not i, I actually when i first came in nfts and in, in the early part i invested in a ton of women based projects and um a lot That's amazing. had a lot of i owned at one point probably 18 different ones wow so, so Dolls Kill is a clothing brand that is for um, a very specific target market, which is um, women who like to dress very sexy and the kind of festival look. If you kind of yeah, know the like kind EDM, of EDM, like like Burning Man, like Burning Man, lots of yeah, lots of uh, neon. Um, so they've been they've actually been uh, funded by Sequoia Capital. Yeah. You know, so, fun fact. So if you imagine it, and it's, 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 yeah. So, um, this Dolls Kill kind of risky, risky brand actually is funded by Sequoia Capital. So, if you imagine Dolls Kill, and I and anyone on the call would like to just go online and have a look, oh. it's, it's art, uh, it's kind of my version of NFT and gaming, but with the concept of Dolls Kill, um, that's, uh, that's been funded by Sequoia. So anyways, going back is, so we have um, a Street Fighter comeback and a, tr a trading card combo implementation where we're collecting, NF where the, the user will be collecting NFTs with different metadata combo combos. So it changes like the gaming experience. So obviously you collect different 
outfits or different components to kind of up your level of your NFT, and then you can play it within the gaming experience. So, yeah, Dolls Kill website, I recommend you're right. I think people should go look at it if you haven't seen it. It's actually a great reference point. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's invested by Sequoia. So if you, you know you people think about Sequoia, they invest like all these like these companies, but this is their wild card, and I want to be that wild card to anyone who's interested. Obviously, to invest, it's 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 a risky type of sexual empowerment, but as well as embracing you know who you are as a person, but not being afraid to show it. And their motto really is saying is actually you shouldn't be ashamed about who you are, which is similar to what Dolls Kill's Dolls Kill is also saying, but also in my project as well. You know, I think OG actually has some clothes that he often wears from Dolls Kill. Uh, <laughs> he, he wanted to wear something. Um uh just to get a sense of where the actual project is now though so if you don't mind sharing numbers of how long so the how long is the project you've been working on it how much money is invested and what's the next step in your process are you here to issue an nfts are you selling art what's the next step um just so we can all get a sense of where exactly the project is in its life cycle yeah so we're minting at the moment um and it's and what are you building the uh, the NFTs. So we have a collection of eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight NFTs on Ethereum blockchain. Um, there are there's like two hundred forty-eight traits across ten different categories. And the way I'm going to put it is that the two hundred traits is actually based on the team's outfits and real women. So it's not just oh I want to do. Um, like this particular outfit, but it's actually, we, we actually have those outfits. It's quite personal for us. Um, it's all hand-drawn. Um, we have special combination and rarity in the traits. And also with, with uh, the game side is that it is version one on the website, um, but we're also using the funds of the NFT sales to build out obviously the operation and also improve the gaming and technology development, but also... So the game's um, working right now already? Yeah, it's working right now and it has a database which it collects the database of the users. And are the users using this PFP they meant to play in the game? So at the moment, it's the three characters on the game, but the version two will be the NFTs that the users will have to play within the game. And are you playing on-chain, like are transactions on-chain, or are you playing off-chain? Uh, so it will be on-chain. So the way you, well, I'm going to build it is that um, you will get special traits in order to up your level within the game. So if you have a special character, so for example, if you have a, a, a specific character, you'll have to buy the tokens in order to up your level and change right the now it's, it's, it's the game you can play right now if we go to the site is just one uh, uh, sample. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's it. And how many, when did you start the mint of these 8,000? When did, when did you start minting at what price? Yeah, so um, I've done it in phases. So I did like a soft launch um, last week where I spoke to Burn and just to test out the market and how that looks like. Um, like you said, it's a, it's a slow period and um, and 
I'm still trying to get traction. So I've done it in three different phases. Uh, the first phase was within um, 0 0.04, and now it's at 0 0.08 ETH. And how many minted at 0 0.04? Um, uh, to be honest, not many at the moment. Looks like a total of uh, 160 are minted. Um, yes. Did you mint any of those for you or the team? Yeah, so I reserved that for the team um, to give special addition to people that I like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was telling you, don't mint right now. Don't it's, do it's it. A, and you yeah, did it. You got to, well, let's get to the – wait, Vern, no reviewing now. We just got to save it to the I end. Know. Well, I was talking okay, to so let's, let's get a few more questions on the project. So, so you're saying the 160 that have issued were for the team. Yes, it's for the team. It's for so the team. Any other uh, uh, not at the moment. I'm still building that profile. To totally. Are you guys active personally in any communities? Like currently, are you active in any NFT projects? Or yeah, so we have our own obviously Discord community where other people. Sorry. Like part of being, you know, do you own any other? nfts that are active in those communities oh you mean that no no not at the moment i know that's uh, a way approach that's the key that's you it's a key to get into that, um, yeah. you gotta spend a lot of time doing that before you even consider launching a project you gotta yeah, get to so know I, i'm gonna slap around you <laughs> give the review the feedback at the end <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bird, you have questions? You have more? I have more, but why don't you ask? You ahead, bud. So is the final supply going to be the 8,888 or, or what's your plan with that? Yeah. So the final supply will be 8,888. And absolutely. Um, to answer your question about communities, 100% agree. Um, I don't own the NFTs of the community, but I have been in multiple communities where they are pretty awesome. Um, I don't want to name too many. I don't want to name them, but it's 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 nice to understand how that community works. And to be honest, I so think you own the NFTs of those communities. You're saying you do you do own NFTs. I, in I yeah, so I am part of that community based on what I own. Yes, I don't want to get into. Which one? Fair enough. That's yeah. fine. I don't have any further questions, OG. Um, are you willing to share how much money you put in? Or you want to keep that private? No. Private. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I can go, Burn, or you want to go? Uh, sure. I'll go first, and then you go. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea of, you know, women empowerment. That's awesome. Uh, women NFTs. But that meta was over a year ago. There was there was a women's meta where those NFTs were flying. Um, you minted it in the middle of a shitcoin meta um, with <laughs> NFTs, dad, gas prices through the roof. And and I think the mint price is high and the, the supply is definitely high. Um, even in a, even in a more, uh, friendly nft market i would say that would be really tough to do um i like the cause behind it i definitely do uh, you look like you're it looks like you're a great artist um but 
I, I also like the fact that you have a game. I mean, 99% of projects launch, they have nothing at all. So um, that is definitely a positive. At the same time, I, I don't know if this is something that would appeal to the masses. Um, you know, women empowerment is good. Um, something like this, I would go much, much, much smaller supply. And as we were kind of alluding to, um, before you launch anything in this in this space, personally, I think you need six months of grinding multiple discords and projects that you own. You're getting to know people. You're building a community of friends. Um, you got you got to grind for a long time. And then once you announce your project, you got to grind even longer to build up that community as well. First, pulling in your friends that you've made. So. Um, I, I just, I, I think you jumped the gun on this one. Um, and I think the numbers don't quite line up. I like the cause, uh, looks like you're a great artist. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this one, a, a 3.5 and, um, yeah, I, I think mo like OG always says, most NFT projects are going to start at zero. So I'm going to rate you a 3.5. Uh, personally, I would not mint it, um, but that doesn't mean there are people people that wouldn't, right? So some may, uh, but that's my rating. I'll pass it to you, OG. Yeah, I, I'll, I mean, I think the points Bernalder made are valid. I'd say a couple of just additional things to think about. Um, and, you know, look, part of this process is we hope it's helpful for the projects and that we serve to, like, you know, give them practical advice on potential ways to kind of address any challenges. So I think what Bird Dogger said is correct regarding the collection as well. One of the things I think that makes uh, strong PFP collections are the ability to build sets, whether it's an apes or rec guys or whatever, building a set and Nakamigos even is a very important thing. And when you have 248 traits across 10 different trait categories, um, you lose that very attractive thing that drives more ownership. I think um, there's many moving parts. And one of the things is like you're undertaking, I would think if I, if I was in your seat, like, hey, each of these undertakings, like launching a PFP, creating a game, doing it on chain, doing it with tokenomics, like there's whole companies that are spending massive amounts to do any of those things. And so I think it's harder to succeed when you take on a bunch of markets on the communities and so on. I guess, look, I think in all communities, like people, part of how you're figuring out somebody in a community in like NFTs is you talk NFTs. And so I guess it just strikes me like most people in NFTs, if they're in a community are like, you know, everybody knows what communities I'm in. I'm very present in those communities. So I, I guess I'm a little confused about sort of that piece too. And so for me, my ratings, I've really beginning to make them more precise. It's where's the project and its timeline. So if you're further along and you spent more money, you you're going to tend, if you've survived there with a lot, you know, money and time and learnings, often you may be in a better position or like all these things coming together. So what I'm trying to, you know, we're not financial advice, but I'm trying to assess this, possibility that this product pro, project is currently configured succeeds and i just honestly like think you have some specific challenges to address or it's going to be quite difficult so i'd rate the project i'm not and again this is not 
it doesn't mean I don't I don't think the art is great. It doesn't mean I don't think you're doing super cool stuff like Burn said. I think I don't worry about whether there was woman matter or not. I don't think of it that way. I wouldn't care about that. Who cares? I think you're trying to do something super cool in terms of like taking a area that especially a lot of the men in the space like you know have probably some complex emotions around and trying to deal with it. So these are all super cool things. And but that that's separate from whether this project will sell. And I think right now, as configured, it won't. So I rate it like a two and a half. And the really the best thing we can do is just be honest with you. It's gonna be better for you and better for your projects. So um yeah, definitely thank you for taking the time to join us today. Hopefully you take this feedback and you know you can use it. Um, you've got a great skill set. So um, and we're happy to be a resource and come back on and support you. So it's don't take it as again, it's not a reflection of you, your efforts. It's a reflection of what's the what are the challenges to the succeeding as an NFT. Thanks so much. Why don't we let the man chat a little bit about thank you again for coming on and we look forward to following up. Yes, we really we we have the man himself. Um, we'd love to hear just how you're feeling. You can start with, you know, how you're feeling after this week, anything you want to discuss about, you know, you've been working on this for a while. How long have you been working on them? How did you feel before? You know what everyone might want to hear is that now that the it's easier looking back from now, but right before you were about to drop mm-hmm. in this crazy market, how are you feeling, man, when you were about to like hit go? Um, definitely the most scared of my life for sure, because, yeah. you know, leading up to this, I was texting with my friends, a fellow artist, like, dude, I don't know if this collection is going to sell out. I mean, I did, I did no reserve because I wanted fair market to dictate the prices, but you never know, like that's 48 one of ones in a fucking brutal market. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was terrifying, but I was excited because I knew I couldn't time the market. Like I couldn't just wait. Like the collection was done. It felt right. I found the right, you know, it was, I was at a hundred and then I just started eliminating ones that didn't feel right. Cause I wanted to do a collection of a hundred. I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. And just fate, fate is what brought it all together. I mean, it's just crazy. That's I'm so just funny. now like coming down from cloud 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I, I was yeah, watching I the whole time with the teasers and stuff like, like you, yeah, I know you've been working on this a long time, so it's very, very well deserved. And personally, um, I, I knew it would sell out um, and it would be extremely successful. I think OG did too. Well, I think, look, when did, when did you, when it started off? Cause I was watching obviously and bidding and so on. When did you start feeling like, oh my gosh, this, this could be a big success. Yeah. Good question. So, you know, um, I think for the first six hours, um, aside from the one that I used as my avatar here, um, the, the majority of them were in like the one to two range. Maybe there were a few in the three to four. This one got to like 11 or 12, like super quick. So that was shocking. I couldn't believe it. And once I saw that and I just saw the overwhelming support, um, I mean, I went to bed that night thinking I would wake up and they'd still be around the two to three, three to four range. And then, yeah, the last hour came and I was like, I, I get an email every time a new bid comes in and I was just in pure shock. The whole 
everybody was going off. It was, was wild. Every chat room. It was like, yeah. So that's really interesting. And I, I don't know if you heard, I think you weren't on at the beginning, but I said, I like canvassed everybody. And I was obviously, as you saw, pretty excited and active. I thought this could be a historic thing. Um, and uh, everybody I talked to is like, my top is five ETH. And I was joking earlier. I'm like, that means that they'll spend eight ETH, which means I have to spend 11 ETH to get this thing. And so I think you're right. Like there was that beginning, you know, a few people came out with higher offers early in the auction than would usually happen. Um, but yeah, so that's so wonderful. How are you feeling now? Uh, we've The piano collector has been formed. How are you feeling about the potential for what this could be? Or, and you've talked about, and I think it's the right approach, like if you're organic, but what's the next steps for the piano collective? Um, so far, all I know is the, the piano collective exists to serve the muse. That's all I know. Those are the only whispers I've heard. But <laughs> because I know if I try to plan something out, it would be it would be lame and cheesy and and boring. So like the only way for this to like for this really amazing powerful group of collectors and to like I think to really find good new like interesting opportunities to just hey, let the universal laws like open up for us and explore new opportunities. That's the way, man. And so when you look now at your body of work. Um, say that, sorry, say that again. I said, when you look at your body of work, your NFT collections you've issued, how do you think, obviously, this is an, an incredible example of a success organizing in a consolidated collection and even releasing it all at once, which before, you know, many artists would have been scared. I think this has a profound impact, I was saying earlier, on both how artists should organize collections and the relative share of spend that the top artists like you in the space um, and XCopy and Grant and so on receive of the total spend. How do you think about your the structure of what you're releasing? Now, how has it changed as a result of this? And then how do you think this impacts your opportunities as sort of one of the top artists going forward? Hmm, great, great question. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, releasing a working, first of all, working on a collection like this, like with one theme was an amazing challenge to try and overcome because I would make one like, let's say, let's say sunset, for example, and it just looked beautiful and it looked right. And then it's like, okay, how am I going to tell another story now that feels the same way? And then I would just start a new scene and just, you know, magically I would stumble. I, you know, I'd hate the scene for a few days and then I would change lighting a bit on something or, you know, change the coloring and I would start to love it. And I would just pursue those, those new avenues. And um, yeah, so building a collection was just, I mean, it was two years worth of my life. And the last year, the last year, especially it was pianos every day. Yeah. All day. Like, other than when we're like traveling and, I would wake up in the morning and just start working on a new piano scene. That's and, um, so incredible. And I, so, yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, I do agree with what you said. Like, I think it's, it's great to release in a collection if you're doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing it to make 755 ETH, I wouldn't try it for that reason because <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I was, I didn't know this shit was going to, the, the, your, the focus has to be on the art and what you're doing. Yes. That's just yes. an outcome out of your control, actually. You can't focus on that. I'm with you. Yeah, no, you can't. 
these types of things can't be predicted. And, and now that we're here, yeah, there's been a few people asking like, Hey, you know, are you trying to, are you going to try and do what Sam has done? And, and of course not, because his thing was completely different and evolved yeah. over time. And if there's anything to come of this piano collective, it will just evolve on its own or it won't. But I know I do feel strongly that these collectors in the piano collective were chosen for a reason. I hope so. The, um, two quick questions. Way more FOMO, dude. Yeah. Um, do you actually, now that you spent so many years looking at pianos and doing all that, are you like, yo, I never want to look at it again? Or do you sort of now like, yo, I want to keep doing it? And then number two, when you just finished a big collection like this, like, are you like, hey, I'm really attracted to collection work or, oh, man, I need a break. I want one-on-one pieces. So both your day-to-day, hey, I want to look at pianos or not, and then, hey, I was working on this collection for so long. I want a collection or do something different. So I was worried, you know, because I've put pianos in quite a few of my works. I was worried, like, man, this is this collection is going to drown out the other pianos I made, and it's just been totally the opposite. Like, it's made them all extra special, I think. And, um, and but without taking away from what the piano, what the broken keys is, because this body of work is just serendipitously just so powerful now that um, no, I have a new profound love for pianos, but. I think it needs to be treated very delicate, delicately moving forward. Anything I do art wise, and it needs to be for the right reasons. And I don't want to change the recipe just because I have all these new, you know, potential opportunities. I need to continue to do what I did to get me here with also being respectful of the market, et cetera, et cetera. So dope. Yeah. Let the muse drive, right? What, what, exactly. what attracted you to pianos? Do you play piano? Do you? Yeah, I'm just a self-taught pianist for myself. I can play, I can play Mozart, Beethoven, blah blah blah. But like, those aren't the things that I really thrive on. I I just use piano to open up my creativity. Like the wind, every time I have creative block, I can just sit, play a few keys, and it opens me up to new ideas. Oh, that makes I didn't realize that connection. That's pretty dope. Fern, any questions? Um. No, I mean, I, I think you did a great job with the questions. ACK, congrats, man. Um, I mean, this is something that I thought about selling off most of my portfolio to bid on. Um, but then I was, I, I got scared, right? Because I knew it would do well. And I was afraid to dump everything and just get smoked. And that absolutely would have happened. So um, congrats, man. Very well deserved. Thank you. And hey, Thank I you. think it's serendipitous as well. Um, we had dm before and we had the pleasure of meeting in person in new york and uh, i really loved the chance to hang out with you and you were very uh sweet and uh, and very kind to me so i appreciate that and i'm really hyped as i told you that i'm going to get a piece of your work bro <laughs> and, and so here we are i'm hyped that we had that chance i'm hyped to be in the collective and really appreciate you taking the time to come on today in the midst of all this excitement it's it's very a clear example another clear example why you're so successful so thank you hey man no i was yeah i had it was a pleasure to meet you as well i had a great conversation with you and just super stoked to see you to win a piece and to get into the collective and just yeah and to support the work and it's just been amazing i mean i still haven't been able to personally thank every person who bought one because you know so much so much shit is just 
happened since then that I'm just trying to catch up and finally coming back down enough to like focus on my thoughts and, and yeah, and just move forward. And those Twitter DMs, bro, there's nothing worse. I, when we launched our project, was like, yo, DM me on Twitter. And I didn't think about the limit. And we're like, it's launch day. And I get blocked out. You know, it's like yeah. a 24 hour block, you know? I it's, know, uh, I know. And you sort of don't think about it, you know, or whatever. So you must have been get hammered DMs and then just out of the game. So yeah, it was the, the support was just wild. I still can't believe it. And it doesn't feel real, but I'm just going to really take a few weeks to think about everything and consider all opportunities and just start listening for whispers. Bro, your attitude and approach is, you know, I'm so hyped to be a collector and be in the family. So I'm really Thank appreciate you, your time and Thank congrats you. again, man. This was a big part. This is a significant event in NFT history. So congrats. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, we'll chat soon. Yeah. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Take congrats. Care. Congrats. Okay. Thank you. Um, that was a nice guest appearance. We we so far haven't disappointed, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, debatably, as some people might say, the top artist in our space. He's right up there, tippity top tier. Um, our sales, I mean, yeah. He's. I should look at. We can look that up. It's no joke. But one of the humble, and I'll tell you in person. Uh, great, great. He was the next morning. He actually sent me a nice note first thing saying what a pleasure i was like what a, what a class act you know good so, guy too absolutely yeah. so i'm excited anyway let's get back sorry to disrupt the show a bit with that but i think it's cool that probably got some additional <laughs> more people will listen to this as a result of that so that's a good yeah, thing. don't worry we'll, we'll be <laughs> okay burn you want to leave the questioning and i'll do it just like last time you can go if you want me to you, if you want to lead with mosaics, um, or, okay, or well, first, welcome. So, uh, Thank we you. have the mosaics team. So, uh, it's is it Boba Boba Bay? Yeah, you can just it? call whatever you like, whether it's Boba or Boba Bay. Okay, um, John and Boba, just quickly your roles in the project before we go forward so people know who we have on the show. Sure, yeah, hey, thanks for having us. Also, congrats to ACK. I was watching that as well, and it was crazy to see, yeah. especially in this market, it was phenomenal. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, so I'm, I'm John. I'm one of the founders of Mosaics. I'm working on the product side of things. So I'm an engineer by trade and we're, we're building, we're, we're building an interactive application. So I'm working on the, the application part of things. And then Boba, your role? Yeah, I manage marketing and community. I've okay. always been in growth roles. <laughs> yes. So, okay, quickly. Um, do you want to summarize in a couple of sentences what the project is, uh, as well as any history of money raised um, or current outstanding NFTs so that people know where we're at? Sure. Yeah, I can take that one. So the, at a high level, it's quite simple. We, we want to create one of the largest interactive NFT art projects that ever existed. We want to bring thousands of people to come and draw on one big canvas all at the same time, a digital canvas. Uh, and the idea is that every 24 hours, we take that canvas, we mint it as an NFT, and then we create a new canvas for the next day. So at a high level, it's a new canvas every day. John, is, I thought I, I was trying to remember the name. I thought there was another project that had a similar thing where they're doing a day for 365 days. Well, I know. So this, we, we were inspired by Reddit, our place, and then Nouns is doing 
Right, correct. They have an auction every day. No, they don't have an auction every day, but I, I obviously it'd be super helpful for me to remember. But there's so many NFT projects. I recall that there was, you know what? I'm going to ask in one of my chat. Yeah, we'll there was a project that. where they did this, um, where they took like a daily, I don't know if it was of the art. So, anyway, I think it's a cool idea, but I just didn't know if you guys remember the name of that one. Okay. I so, don't. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you give us a little more detail about I've seen on the site, but for our audience, what does that actually mean? And what's the NFT delivered every day and how much of it? Is it one? Is it a hundred? Is it? Yeah. So there's two parts. The first one, the goal was to make something accessible and free. Um, So to actually draw and participate as part of this canvas, all you need is a wallet, no signature required. You just need to connect and you can start drawing right away. Uh, we wanted to make something fun and free for everybody. And then as an add-on, as we realized we have to spend a little bit on server costs and, and to account for our time um, and to make the experience a little more fun, we decided to also create a collection in conjunction with that. Uh, the collection is going to be a 10,000 piece collection. Uh, and there's going to be two ways to mint. There's going to be, if you get allow listed, there's going to be- 10,000 total or total. issued? Correct, total. And issued at what pace? Uh, uh, it's all going to be at once. So we're going to have, we're, we're running the allow list now. We're collecting wallet addresses, allocations. But the How interesting thing- followers do you have? We just started marketing two weeks ago. We're at on three, I think, three or 4,000 at this point, almost five. So I know, I know it's, a, it's a big number for today's market. And I think we're going to assess over the next couple months, right before launch, what we want to do. The interesting thing about the collection that we're doing a little differently is that there will be a free option. So there, it's actually, even though it's one 10,000 total collection, 3,000 will be a free option and 7,000 will be a very affordable paid option. And What's with the, the free- Is there a difference in how they look or anything? There's a difference how they look in the functionality. So the free one is going to be, we're calling it pixie dust. And the idea is we just want to thank people who were early supporters of the project. Um, it allows you to have- a little bit of a faster cooldown. So when, when people are drawing on the canvas, like you, you'll be able to place one pixel every X number of seconds. Uh, if you don't have any NFTs with us, if you have this pixie dust, you'll get a little bit of a reduced cooldown so you can draw a little faster. But then what you do is you have the option to burn that free NFT and redeem it for what we're calling a pixie, which is the fun and animated character that yeah. you all see. So I owned a bunch of this thing called wow pixies it's an existing nft oh really cool so that has that name okay okay good to know um and i think they're they have wow pixies and i think they're issued pixies potentially so i just from uh maybe double check that that's available i just want to know and it's wow pixies official and pixies are um taken so just just a quick okay Good to know. Do they have asses though? Oh, gee, that's the question. Do they, they have, have a nice thick, Does it have a nice wow, thick butt wow. on the back? Has a what? Does it have a nice thick butt on the back of the NFT? Why is that? What you, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the mosaics. What it does is you get advanced cooldowns. There's some other perks as well, and then also additional color palettes, and you can level them up. And can so you as you NFT to people, like what that looks like that you'll be getting. Have we posted yet? It's on the website. I went on your website. There was showing like the drawing of the PFPs. Is that? That's what it's going to look like. Yeah, it's going to be animated. It's going to have a lot of fun attributes. 
Uh, and it's going to evolve. So when you start out, it's going to be a naked pixie. And then as, as you participate in the Mosaics platform, it'll evolve and grow and level up. And then you'll have all kinds of fun attributes like the laser eyes, like a sense. I, I don't want to give too much away, but th there's going to be some fun attributes coming. Yeah, we're going to share some of these fun attributes real soon in like um, a dedicated thread about pixies. Okay, so then what, what do you get when you buy one of these things? Like, are you part of a community? You just own the art? What's the idea of like you buy this thing and then what? So you, you buy this thing and then the idea is that you get like additional color palettes. And, and the interesting thing about the color palettes is it'll be what we've noticed in some of our internal tests we've done with our community. People want to draw their favorite NFTs. They want to draw their board apes or their, their punks or you have it. And so we're going to create color palettes, which allow you to replicate your NFTs one for one. Um, also, some other inspirations as well. The cooldowns yeah, we think. All the NFTs you already have. Correct. Yeah. But it's on one big canvas. So if you ever looked at art place, like people draw things that mean something special to them. So like the flag of the country they're from, uh, art that they care about, like someone drew a Mona Lisa and like, so we want to be able to allow people to express themselves how they, how they want. And color is one of those mediums. Yeah. At the same time, if you have a pixie, they tend to evolve. So the more you participate, the more your participation is recorded and then you unlock um, different special traits, which makes your NFT more evolved and rarer. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Brenda. Oh, no worries. So, okay. Anyone can draw, right? Mm -hmm. If you own yeah. a pixie, you can draw faster. You can do more Correct. pixels. Um, how, so each day there's, you get a, a new piece added to the mosaic, right? Where does that come from? Do you guys choose one of the best drawings or is, how does that work? So I'll take a step back. The, mo the, the canvas right now, it's about a thousand by a thousand pixels. And so anybody can draw, draw as, as many pixels as they want, um, as fast as the cooldown allows them to. So, so for instance, OG can come on the, the canvas and draw, you know, a picture of his face or his favorite NFT, but you're sharing that same canvas, those 10,000 pixels with everybody else on the platform at the same time. So I can come and draw on top of OG's art. Um, ACK can come and draw, draw on top of my art. It doesn't matter. Anybody in the world can come and draw on, on each other's art. And then at the end of the, at, at the, end of the day, whatever's remaining on the, that thousand by thousand pixel size canvas that gets minted as an animated NFT and, and it goes up for auction. And then we reset that, that new canvas for the next day and we start all over again. Um, That's and cool. now, okay. yeah, interesting. yeah. And it's a lot of fun. And, and, that was the initial idea. And then on top of that, I said, how can we make it more fun and more interactive? And that's where these pixels and pixie dust came in. Um, we want to make it affordable and approachable. We've been working on this for about a year now. So it's not, it's, it's something that that was our goal was make it fun and free. Um, but the pixies, the value there is there's also going to be a leaderboard. And so we are going to have a lot of um, dynamics to reward and incentivize people in our community that are participating every day. Um, there's going to be a daily leaderboard, a yearly leaderboard, the whole thing. Uh, and so we know, we know who's participating and we, there's, there's ways we can reward them. How many people are, so can you use it right now and do the drawing now? 
Yeah. So we've run some beta tests. The goal is 10,000 uh, concurrent users. So anybody can come and draw. Like we've, and what we've are built you this thing to scale. Are you so. drawing it on? It's on the blockchain. Like each time I draw, do I have to do a transaction? Or no. No. So that's why we didn't want to do it on. Did you write it to a chain or no? Correct. Correct. So once, once we mint it. Yeah. That's what I would do. Exactly. You just got to get people to do his, his uh, dailies on this and you'll be good, man. So that's what's powerful about it. Because we know who's drawing, we can actually give them credit and reward and, and let them show off the art that they've participated in. I just have probably one more question and I burned out if you do too. So sorry, if I buy this, so how am I, what, what's going to make me make money? <laughs> I hate to say it. no, but like for I'm not. It's one part of look NFTs. You buy because you love them. Buy for access. Buy to use it. So you've explained today. You can buy. You can not buy and be part of the community and go slow. Mm-hmm. You can buy and draw faster. You can accrue all these attributes. Super cool. So I might just say, hey, I'm willing to pay for that to use that, and mm-hmm. that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. If I'm somebody like many of these degenerates who says i want to buy something i want it to go up in price how are you guys thinking about what would make this go up in price i think there's two things first of all you when you mint the pixie it starts at level zero with no experience and as you level it up you get more and more benefits so somebody who's actually really engaged with the platform they want to buy a bunch of a bunch of gaming it would be like buying like laser guns and get in a game or something right leveling it up and so that you could do it better and do pick more of the canvas and correct, correct. Okay. And then the other, the other also flip side... looks different. Yeah. So it's a flex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the other part <laughs> is the auction itself of the art. So two ways. One, if a famous artist comes and draws on this on this canvas, in theory, you've own, you're owning a piece of their art. So that's that's an exciting part. Why and in addition, if they're gonna if you're gonna sell it using their name and they don't. Well, it's for, it's for culture. I mean, they don't have to advertise. Maybe they do, they don't. I mean, it's whatever wallets are drawing is what's going to be attributed to, attributed to the canvas. Um, so that may or may not be a thing that they want to publicize. Alternatively, all, um, a majority of the funds from the auction go into a DAO. And so similar to Nouns DAO, there is some incentive to owning these mosaics because you get the art that you potentially what's participate in. Do? Well, that's, that's up to the DAO to decide. We, you know, we don't have control over that, but just but similar to any doubt. You're using a DAO set up with a purpose, right? But buy for a treasury. Now it's DAOs to support the nouns ecosystem. You know, is there just like no purpose? It's like, whatever you guys decide, if we want to make it, all we do is support punk rock and everyone votes on that, then you support punk rock. There's a couple things. So there I is going to be a weighted yeah. average. So, so the Pixies will have a small, small vote in the DAO, but the majority of the votes will come from holders of mosaics. Um, the goal, we, we hope that they will actually help encourage this platform to continue and, and help artists who are part of the platform. We, we obviously can't control that, but we hope that there's a way that they can reward people who are drawing daily and participate in the community for their art. Yeah. To join to John's point, like the whole DAO is not like like just let people come up with different proposals and then they can do whatever they want. It gets funded. Now the whole idea behind it is to help the mosaics ecosystem grow. This is just the beginning. This is just what we've built out as an MVP. That's already very elaborate. 
compared to like other projects in the space. And then from there, we're really having very good intentions for the project, like to also incorporate what the community wants when it comes to like helping them get more utility out of this, helping them make more money out of this. And eventually, like if we do get to a point where we have a long-term vision as to what kind of platform we want to build, then we'll go fundraise. It's just not the right time currently. Totally got it. That's okay. Earn anything? Uh, no, <laughs> I think I get it. Uh, I think I understand how it all works. Um, so the mosaic daily auction, only one person gets it, right? Correct. Highest bidder. Yeah, so, that's right. So, okay. So the DAO could be like, we want to use our funds to hire ACK to put a piano on there. Yep. I don't yep. know if you would do it, right? But you could try. Um, and they could do that and they could. It could really up the uh, status of the collection, whatever. Um, yeah, I think. So when's your target to mint this? End of Q3 or beginning of Q4. I think right now we're waiting to see what happens with the market. Um, you know, from a, from a feasible, like the product is pretty much done. We're ready to go. We've been engaging with communities. We've been running internal tests and all that. Um, it's just a matter of like, building up the community the allow list and just getting the timing and the price right the mint price we want to make it affordable uh we fluctuated but it's definitely going to be definitely going to be less than 0 0.05 eth um for for minting a pixie hopefully much less than that but it, it really just depends on where the market is where eth is at the time but okay yeah yeah we to all have full-time jobs it's also really about go ahead I was saying we all have full-time jobs. The goal isn't to, to make money off this. Like we want to make a little bit just to keep, you know, servers running, engage with communities, potentially hire artists to come and be part of it. But yeah, the funds isn't some millions or anything like that. So. Okay. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, as to, as to like minting, like now it's obviously the worst time possible. Gas prices are way too high. That's something that we know. And in fact, like ourselves on the team, we're not actively minting projects right now as well. So if we ourselves who tend to like to trade NFTs are not doing it, then we don't think other people are going to do it. So what we're really waiting for is that window of time where things make sense. We only have one shot at minting. Uh, and we've already put in so much effort into making this project the way it is today to try to like challenge what, what there is in the space and how people think of NFT projects, right? We're taking whatever experience we have in uh, working in tech, big tech, media, entertainment, and just trying to like make our own projects to, to prove what the potential of NFTs can be in the future. Yeah, so we're waiting for that tiny window where things look good and then we're just gonna hit the ground running. Okay, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. I guess, Burn Dog, I lead on this one. Um, again, thank you guys. Thank you, both of you, for coming on um, the show. I think this is an interesting I, – I can't remember the name of that other one, but this is a really interesting idea of, like, capturing the, the day in NFTs each, each time. And I think um, – yeah, I can tell you're, like, motivated to want to do something for the culture. Um, I think – It's a social <laughs> experiment. <laughs> I think 10,000 is unfortunately a, t a number from yesteryear or if you're somebody with a you know huge budget and so I, I just haven't seen I can't remember the last 
I guess Nagamigos, you can be 20K, I guess, maybe. But something, I just think the 10K collection, as of now, there's not a, much evidence it's, that that's the demand size. Um, I think this is one of these things where, like, it's really hard to judge till like, you use it and you see if the community develops. And I'm not, like, a good... There's many times I'm like, am I the person who could like best assess? And what I'd say is like, it's right now, because you're not issuing anything, I just would watch like, do people give a, you know, do people care about this? Are they using it or do they not care? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, by the time you launch, you're either going to have like a devout, devoted community of people who seem to care about this or you're not. Mm-hmm. And so I think to me, I'd have to see that. Um, look, maybe I'm... I'm, I support artists and I spend for free all the time. I spend like most of my day talking to you, helping people and so on. So I'm not saying you have to do stuff for money because most of what I do, I don't do for money. But when people give you money and put, give you money to do stuff, they generally want to make money or get a like exchange for something that is worth the amount of money they gave you, like get a better value. And so if they can't think they'll sell it later, higher then they have to like, and so again, I just don't know what people, how people will value this thing. And I don't have any evidence. I'd just be giving you an opinion from somebody who's, you know, can't, doesn't know whether it's worked or not. So without that data, it's very hard for me to give a rating. What I'd say is the challenges I see that would make me rate it lower are collection size, um, also, how are you going to go, you're going to issue one a day of the of the mosaic so you're not going to have i mean it's not going to be you only how are you going to get to ten thousand? i don't understand because if it's one a day that's 365 it's going to take you a year before you even have 365 you need like 400 people in a discord every day to even have 20 people active i mean we have like 450 people in our discord it's just so i guess i'm just trying to understand yeah it's two se- it's two separate collections so there's the it's like the art and then there's the actual utility okay. NFT. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think um, that's also no bueno. I just talked to Farouk and Loxley. Bernie and I talked to Farouk and Loxley last week. Two tokens, again, I think is like death a bit um, right out the gate. Because like, then all of a sudden you have two different groups to answer to before you've even started out the game. So mm-hmm. there's some things like that that I would, if I was like advising you, be like, no, you know, too big. Um, so I'd say look at those things. I can't rate because it's like I don't have anything to rate other than you telling me something, and I've told you what I think of that. But I don't have any. Speci- I mean, mm-hmm. it, I apologize. I if I, I can make up a number, but it's not useful because you haven't. There's nothing. You're. It's real simple. I'd simplify the structure. Don't have more than one thing. Somehow tie them together. I don't know, but. The more things you got, like look at every ecosystem that had more and more things. Yuga might be able to support it. Even every look at everything from gutter cats to 10k TF to um, I mean, there's a million that are just you doodle. I don't know, you know, it's just everything. Like when you have that much stuff, it's trouble unless you're really like. Again, it's just like to execute at that level. So that'd be my feedback. Burned on. Okay. So 
I'm going to rate it based on where you're at right now. You've got a lot of time ahead of you, which is smart. Um, I can tell you're both experienced. You, you understand the space. You've taken the time, you know, you, you know how DGENs work and think of it, at least to an extent. Um, You know, it's uh, so it's good to see an experienced team. Um, I think the mosaics idea is really cool. You know, and, and like you said, maybe someone wants to put their PFP on that day or whatever, or a community says, let's rate it and all, let's draw all ours on there, right? Yeah. Um, so the key or, is, yeah, wrecked, just cover it with wrecked guys. Um, that's the goal. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I think you've got time, um, but you really got to be in these communities. And that doesn't mean like sitting in their, in their general chat. It means like, getting in the communities and getting to know people. If you grind it out. Uh, yeah, maybe a shot. It's cool. I like that. It's going to be less than 0.05 ETH personally. Um, I mean, I would mint it. That's like, eh, take a shot. Why not? Right. Um, I don't know if the masses will. I can't speak. If you look, even very experienced people who have successful projects under their belts, who have issued smaller PFP sizes than this, it's been a challenging market even at those prices. So Yeah, but they're talking Q3, Q4. So they're going to see what happens. They might go lower on the price. You can't it say it. it's not concrete yet. And he said 10K is not even concrete, in which I agree with OG. How can you rate 10K, it? 10K is, is way too much yeah. right now, but maybe we hit an NFT summer. You don't know. You got to see what happens. I wouldn't be advertising it as 10K, though, because um, that's just too much. Uh, one thing I don't like is you've got you got the pixie the pixie dust and the pixies. Mm-hmm. Maybe like OG said, make it more simple, right? We don't need um, the, the just the more simple, the better. Right? I, don't, I don't think you get that name. I mean, I know that the homie Cone up and them had the project. I talked to him, so we'll I check it think- out. Yeah, just check it out. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question about that. Like, so the whole reason why we decided to have pixie dust is so that there's an option for a free mint. So in that case, we're trying to be inclusive because inclusiveness is what we need in order to mint out. And also this concept of trying, having both a paid and a free mint has just never happened before. So we felt like in this space, actually you kind of get rewarded for taking risks, like building something new and actually delivering it. Yeah. So would that still be a bad idea? Like rather than like a small collection of all paid? <laughs> or, or just, just personally, I would never do that because the minute you have something that's free and paid, look in NFTs, because I think this is a good like lesson I've learned, you know, take the rare pass on the day it got sold. You had a bunch of people who paid a bunch of different prices for the same thing. And to me, that's like a challenging setup a bit, you know, cause then you have people in the project who came in at different things so then if you're giving something for free and charging for it, you now have a question that people are like, well, why should I pay when there's a free one? And so I think you're already, again, you guys have spent a lot of time with the story. The average moron like me will come and look quick and be like, what the fuck? You know, do I know these people? Are they like, are my friends with them already? And somebody told me they're good. Cause like, I depend on like as burn dog and I've been talking about it. He, like, you know, the, when I came into NFTs, I was like, how am I going to know? be able to trust anyone it's mm-hmm. all these anon people well it turns out the exact opposite i can watch their wallets talk to them and I have some of the mo- my most trusted people on the planet are in nfts so like that screen one so then 
once you get to it, if somebody starts explaining this, it's like, I, I don't know, man. How am I going to? So that's that's the challenge for me is I just. And Got I think it. Selling something for free and paid. I know there's like this freemium and, you know, in another world, but this is like an NFT. And the minutes that people are getting it for free, like what I found, we track in my collection. We've gone through various pricing models and we give free drops sometimes. And I can tell you with data certainty that if somebody buys a token and gets drops as opposed to pays the same price. So you pay, let's say, I'm just going to make it up theoretically. You pay an ETH for 10 drops. So each one's really 0.1. If you sell each one for 0.1 versus all for 10 for one ETH, the people will sell the free ones at whatever price they can get. The average price, I can I look in my collection I just did this morning and told an artist, mm-hmm. hey, I appreciate you wanting to give for free. I'm just going to let you know that anything you give people for free, even this great group of collectors, if they're under pressure, if they can get 0.02 ETH for it, it's 0.02 ETH they didn't have. And yeah. so generally free degrades and devalues a collection. And I'm really not into it personally. It's a fair point, OG. Yeah. Yeah. Very OG, what we need to do is we got to get you into this Discord. And when we have our next beta test, we got to come yeah. and have you draw a wrecked guy on, on this yeah. canvas. You don't want that. You don't want oh, to. I, 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 I draw it. I'm an AI expert, but my drawing <laughs> is worse than Bird Doggers. I'll come in there and yeah, draw some. We'll you can draw anything. I mean, we had some weird stuff on the last yeah. one. So it's it's all fair game on the canvas. <laughs> it got covered up eventually, I think. Somebody covered it up. The, the weird stuff. No, you know. Bernie, anything else you got, bro? Um, yeah, so um, I, I think I recapped everything. I, um, so I'm not going to recap it again. Yeah, but I am sure. going to give you a rating as of today. Yeah. Uh, sure. you know, simplify, take the time, spread the word, be patient, cut the supply. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a, a 6.9. Cause I, I think it's cool. I think it's unique. I like, I like the oh, idea of the, I, I like the idea of the canvas. I think that's cool. I mean, if, if you've got some cool shit on one of those and, or, uh, a, a, a huge artist swings by, you know, that's super cool. I'm more interested in that than I am in the in the PFPs. I've got a million PFPs. I don't need more. Maybe it's cool, but I like the idea of the of the auctions daily. Well, why don't you guys the way that could happen is just like not to be so how did we get ACK on today? It's because I have built a relationship. So and bought a piece. So the question for you guys is like, why would anyone Unless they're like passionate about the project, why would anyone who gets paid to be an artist come for free, transfer their art to you so that you can get paid? It's one thing if I give somebody my art free, but then they can sell it. There's just some different vibe on that. So anyway, just yeah. a thought I would think about because I don't, unless you guys personally know a bunch of artists. I so do, I, I do, it? I do know a handful <laughs> of artists and I don't want to give away our launch plan, but um, okay. I, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun launch, and, and we're excited for it. Okay, well, dope. Let's see how the numbers line up, and uh, we can update our listeners. And best of luck, and we're here. Yeah, stay in touch for sure. It's, All right, appreciate cool. everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, appreciate guys, it. Appreciate Thank you all for having us. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Follow. 
I really liked this video format too. Uh, like as compared to just being on Twitter spaces, like sometimes I feel like not being able to see each other like takes away from the experience. One thousand percent. I actually am one step further. I think I tell Burn Dog all the time, unless you've gone to in-person, in-real-life events, you don't really... I, we're all sitting behind a computer and a typing and a thing most of the time. This is a huge step forward. I prioritize over everything now. Like I'm trying every week to meet in person with people in the space, and it's a life changer. Love it. Love it. We met at MTNYC too, like uh, me and John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's dope. MTNYC is dope. <laughs> yeah. Get a hold of OG at these events. He'll introduce you to all the, all the. We got to meet up. I don't know. Time. Like maybe, I mean, MTNYC is done. So the next one is what in Miami Lisbon. again? Maybe. Lisbon and Miami. I'm going to try. I was there Lisbon. last year too. Yeah. yeah like Art me Basil. Too. I got someone at the door. You guys can keep Okay. Talking. All right. We got to wrap it up, Burn. We're like 15 minutes last time anyway. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Love, Great. We look forward to being in touch. Good luck with everything. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for coming. It's a rough Please get smoked. You come with the real or you end up toast. Love those.